Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Y'all know what time it is. Big cheese sports. Yeah. Big cheese sports. Uh-huh. Big cheese sports. Yeah. Big cheese sports. Oh. Big cheese sports. Yeah. Big cheese sports. Betcha. Big cheese sports. Yeah. Big cheese yeah. sports. Yeah. You are now listening to Bernie Bangle, the big cheese. He's got the show for those cheese heads that say all cheese. Wisconsin sports from the Brewers to the Badgers, from the Bucks to the Packers, Green Bay Phoenix to the Panthers, Golden Eagles. He's got answers from Friday night fish fry. You betcha, tell your folks I says hi They go to Culver's to get those butter burgers If you like Wisconsin sports, use guys, look no further Big cheese sports, big cheese sports Big cheese sports, big cheese sports Big cheese sports, big cheese sports Big cheese sports, yeah, yeah You know what time it is, man It's big cheese sports with the one and only Bernie Bango, IE Sports Radio. I'm Blake Rules. Peace. Hello, Wisconsin. What's good, Cheeseheads? You're listening to IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. I'm Bernie Bango, your favorite West Coast Wisconsinite, and this is Big Cheese Sports. Great to have you here for today's episode, Free Cheese. And what I mean by free cheese is because I feel like the Packers got free football today, right? Many experts thought this Packers team would finish last in the North or second to last. They thought that we had a lot going on. We were in a big transition year with the new quarterback. But hey, you're going to hear me say it last week. You're probably going to hear me say it this week. We are ahead of schedule. And we got another historic matchup today, right? Between two of the most storied franchises. We got an awesome guest from uh, IE Sports Radio here, the heart of Dallas, the heart of Texas. He covers all the DFW area for sports. That's the Dallas-Fort Worth area for for those that are unfamiliar. But we'll be bringing him out here in just a little bit. Uh, besides that uh, Cowboys-Packers matchup today, we're going to get into a little bit of Milwaukee Bucks banter. And then I'm going to do, instead of five swings a minute, today I'm going to call it five shots in five minutes because it's going to be a college hoops edition. Uh, and so that's how we'll be ending that show today. And, uh, of course, as always, my co-host, Stephen Coplin will be here. So we're going to be spending this next hour road tripping around America's Dairyland, previewing, reviewing, predicting, debating, and digging into all that is Wisconsin sports at the college and pro levels. All right, 
Now I'm going to start trying to learn how to how to do these drops here. Um, a big part of our uh, podcast here, right, is we got to uh, we got to throw out our sponsors for our ad, you know our, our sponsors. We got to throw out their ads. We got to do drops for our other shows, and this is just a learning process here uh, for the big cheese here. And so uh, this this is this is uh, drop number one here for me. What's up, y'all? It's Bernie Bango, host of Big Cheese Sports on IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. I'm here today with samples from our official sponsor, Planet Jerky. Let's get it. Smoking barbecue. Mmm. A nice sweetness that hits the palate right away. Mmm. It's like I can taste, I can taste the sauce now. Next up. Peppered teriyaki. Pepper hits the mouth right away. I'm digging it. It's a little little tangy in there. Living in a dangerous world here with volcanic jalapeno. Lots and lots of flavor at first. And then that heat starts kicking in a little. Well, I don't know. I think uh, my my video froze here on my end. Uh, <laughs> but hey, that's Planet Jerky, man. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that video. It, uh, but hey, Planet Jerky, man. It's a uh, gluten free, no no MSG, no bologna. It's all brisket, baby. Let Let's get to the steak and potatoes of the show, though. And that's going to be the Packers Cowboys preview. And so uh, before I bring out our guest, I'm going to bring up Steven. Steven, how are you doing this morning? And how are you feeling about this Packers-Cowboys matchup? Doing well, ready to go for the Packers-Cowboys game. And we, we're going to be the first game of the of the day since they don't have the noon game uh, there in Buffalo. But uh, looking forward to, to seeing what, what we can do as you're talking about playing with house money. Um, Jordan Love literally playing for money, um, extra money. Um that he might not need, but he would certainly like. Um, so I certainly look forward to to seeing all the motivating factors and what can be a, a great game for Green Bay, whether we lose, whether we win. However it goes, it can be a fun ride. You got it. It's it's going to be a good one. I'm I'm absolutely loving this this matchup. Right, these two storied franchises. Uh, it's it is going to be just absolutely fantastic today. And uh, so. Let's, with no further ado, let's get into it. We're talking Packers Cowboys, and we're going to bring out our guest here, Drewski. Man, I am so pumped that you were, were going to be here for us today, man. Plus, you know, you got your own show. You're going to the game today. Listen, uh, just to shout out here to the, to the people uh, in the comments section, our, 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 our Cheese Nation followers here. Let them know what it is that you do and who you are. Already, y'all. What's good, Packer Nation? What's good, Bernie? Appreciate you for having me on. What's good, Steven? Uh, appreciate the hospitality y'all giving. Uh, y'all know where I'm rocking with. Y'all see my colors, how it is. Y'all know I'm part of uh, IE Sports Radio, the heart of Texas sports, where we cover everything in the Dallas-Fort Worth, Texas area, from the Cowboys, Mavericks, Stars, Rangers, and Wings. We even cover TCU, SMU, and FC Dallas. So I'm. It's good to see y'all. Y'all can also see me on YouTube. You can go in DFW Sports Raps. And uh, we talk everything there. So I'll be going live right here after your show, giving my pregame as well. And then when I come back from the game, I'll be going live and doing more things there. So that's a lot of places you could catch me. So I'm glad to be here with y'all, Pack Nation. 
I, I kind of can relate to y'all because, you know, we call money down here the cheese, you know what I'm saying? And I like to say I always keep the cheese on my mind like a Green Bay Packer. So that's my shout-out to y'all for right there. Right on. Great to have you here, Drewski. So, hey, man, some you know, some Packer fans, they live in, in Packer Nation all year round. They don't get, get to, uh, you know, watching much outside of Green Bay. Um, what, what, are, what are just a quick hit? Hit us with a few highlights from this Cowboys season, Drewski. Uh, what really st stuck out to you this year for, for your team? Uh, what stuck out for this team is, of course, going undefeated at home, 8-0 at home this season. And all but the two games, they've been plus 20, you know, at least winning by plus 20 points in their uh, point differential. That is a big thing to see. A lot of things that I take, you know, that I give Mike McCarthy his credit for. He's a coach that is well aware of the situation that is at hand. And when they got drugged against San Fran on the road and they came back from L.A. from the Chargers and they had that bye week, you saw that he was able to take his ego out the way and make adjustments for his offense. And ever since then, his offense has been going up since then. And that's that's the biggest thing I take away, even though the Cowboys have had injuries to Trayvon Diggs, to see Deron Bland make all pro this year and do what he does. is that That was very big and my big surprise so it's just more of it's more of the connection that cd have along with mike mccarthy making the changes and with the cowboys being undefeated at home and and my bad <laughs> we all feel that the curse has been lifted jerry finally let it go and put jimmy johnson into the cowboys ring of honor so that's my big takeaways for sure this season all right man i i, I am a superstitious sports fan for sure and so to hear hear you say that curse is lifted, man, that, that makes me a little nervous because there's definitely times in my team's histories where I'm like, oh, man, this happened or that happened. I think the curse has, has dissipated, has, has fallen off our back. And so I think we're going to get a chance to see, see that. Are, are there any worries about coming uh, into this game today? Because I know early in the season when you guys lost Gilmore, I thought, oh, man, that might be – like detrimental to this defense, but here you are, you're the two seed. You've had a late surge. It feels like you guys have figured things out on both sides of the ball. Uh, but besides maybe injuries, is there any other worries you got for this, uh, this game today? Uh, biggest worries is if when the Cowboys struggle is because they come out slow. And I've always said, Mike McCarthy has one playoff win and that was against last year's Tampa Bay, uh, Tom Brady led team. But, in that game, you clearly saw that they came out ready to play and they was clicking on all cylinders. If you look at the Cowboys at home, when they start off fast, that means they they have came out ready to play. And my biggest indictment against Mike McCarthy being his time, even though most of the losses have been against the Niners, is when the big game comes along in the postseason, his teams come out flat. They don't look like they come out ready to play. So that is my biggest nervousness. And, of course, Aaron Jones, every time he sees the Cowboys, especially when he comes down here and he gets on the edge, a, a spot that we're weak at, setting the edge on the defense. That's been a couple years, actually. That is my biggest nervousness. And then you have Jordan Love where – even if you're in about third and four, the offense is still wide open and his legs and arm can make a difference. So that that's the biggest nervousness I have right there. Absolutely. I, I you know, that's because that's like what all Packers fans are hoping for, too, is the Jones to get going and, and love to play mistake free football. But let's let's start with this Cowboys offense. I always like starting with our opponents offense, especially for those fans that might not be familiar. But I know that the, the Dak CD uh, connection right now is like, you know, it is hitting on all cylinders. So besides that, that connection though, Drewski, let, let us, 
know everything about this Cowboys offense uh, and how they're going to try to get that W today. So basically what they're going to try to focus on doing, and like I said, it's coming out ready to play. The MO is out. When they start off fast, they catch rhythm. I've all a lot of Cowboys Nation down here. We've been saying that we would like to see a better run game. The run game has gotten better. Tony Paul is starting to run more. Rico Dato is getting more healthier. So you have that good one-two punch right there. The offensive line is starting to become a little bit more healthy, as I believe Tyler Smith and Zach Martin should be a go today. That is going to be a big help. So it's all about the offensive line setting the tone, regardless if it's run or passing. With this offense, you see with the Dak and CD connection, as I made references on my show, it reminds me of the Super Bowl run between Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup, where Mike McCarthy is making sure you it's hard for you to double CD Lamb because he'll put him in the slide, he'll put him in motion, he'll put him in bunch, and he'll put him in the backfield. So he's giving the defense a lot to look at Why? Dak Prescott is very comfortable with right now. I think he understands. I think he understands what Mike McCarthy is really trying to do. I think they're on one accord right now. What I really like is if you do double CD Lamb or something like that. Here come Jake from Not State Farm Ferguson, your boy. You know what I'm saying? You got him <laughs> oh, going yeah. down there, and then that opens it up for Brandon Cooks as well, who is a well-known veteran and a Super Bowl champion. Oh, I like yeah. this offense to continue to do what they do, especially against a weak secondary. For the Packers that I feel that's susceptible to giving up numbers and big plays, I'm looking for the Cowboys offense to keep rolling. Yeah, your your offense has got me nervous because I think, it, you know, we're all nervous about Joe Barry and, and the, how you're saying you're going to put CD all over the place. You're going to line up, right? With this Joe Barry defense, man, we've seen it. When, when teams move those wide receivers all over the field, they always end up with a few plays where Preston Smith or Devondre Campbell are trying to guard somebody like CeeDee Lamb or Justin Jefferson, right? We're, we're, getting, we're getting these terrible matchups because of these Joe Barry defenses. So I'm going to jump to you, Steven. Packers defense, man. How is Packers defense going to slow down this Cowboys attack? That's almost slowing the run game. I think it's going to be the defensive line. Defensive line against the offensive line. You know, which one can, can – can, uh to muster and be able to uh, dominate. And I think for Green Bay to be able to have a chance to win on the defensive side of the ball is going to be the defensive line being able to uh, rattle Dak, uh, get him off his game. And then when he's rattled, then then we might uh, have some errant throws and, and maybe an interception or two. But, uh, you know, do what Houston did. Do what the Houston Texans there in Texas did uh, last night against Cleveland. Uh, Green Bay needs to do on the road uh, in Jerry's world. Um to uh, rattle Dak, get it after him, stop in the run, because if you can stop the run, then force him to be one-dimensional, just like any team can, So, or try to do. So I think that's what Green Bay needs to do, and I think that's going to be the main key, the main focus for us to be able to get away on the defensive side of the ball. Right on. I, I agree with you, right? We're going to have to be aggressive. That front seven's going to have to uh, just just cause complete chaos, right? They're going to have to have, have Dak uh, on his heels. They're going to have to, you know, just make him thinking, you know, not give him time to get through his progressions. Uh, you know, it's all about that front seven. Cause I, you know, this, this, there's a couple of playmakers in the secondary though, but they're like boom bust kind of guys. They're going to make you a huge play for the Packers or they're going to get burnt. So I feel you. We're going to stay with this Packers offense. Now we're going to stay with the Packers talk offense quick before we jump to that Cowboys defense. Um, you know, for me, it's all about love avoiding turnovers, right? We saw him fumble the ball once against the Bears last week, and that made me nervous as hell. And so this – love cannot turn it over today. 
that is huge, huge for me. And it's feed Jones. And then when Jones gets going, if we, if we get that secondary from the Cowboys coming up that try to help with Jones, go over the top with love. You know, we don't know if Christian Watson is playing today. Uh, and, and that's the guy, right? We know we saw him have a huge game. His first huge game of his career was against the Cowboys last year. Um, you know, let's hope Watson can, can get on the field and, and make it happen. Uh, what about you, Stephen? How are you feeling about this Packers offense and what they need to get done? Yeah, I think in regards to uh, Jordan Love, you know, that I talked about um, and other platforms. Otherwise, you know, Jordan having a half a million dollars on the line, brought to incentives and be able to, you know, how he does and us getting a win if we can win and move on to the division round. Uh, but specifically, specifically to this game, it's going to be about Aaron Jones, about our running game, uh, whoever's back there. Uh, being able to uh, establish something on the ground. Um, but I look for Jalen Reed to be able to be a big playmaker, uh, wide receiver, he's playing today. So um, I think him. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Our running game, uh, those are going to be the two cogs in our wheel, two two great things to be able to, to keep this thing going um, and uh, making the machine go. That is the Packers offense and be able to get the win, keep, keep up with Dallas and their offense. Uh, if that is, if we are going to have a shootout in Jerry's world, um, and I think we do have the um, equipment and ammunition to be able to do so. So hopefully um, with those two uh, being the main keys to it, that's how I see our offense being able to to keep it rolling. And I'm surprised some Dallas fans of, of how good we can be. Yeah. I, I'm i hoping for a shootout, man. You know, I want it to be like the Wild West today. You know, I just want a lot of points. I just want this to be a fun game. That's That's where I'm sitting at mostly. But this, uh, you know, Drewski, Love likes to spread the ball out. He gets the hands in his playmakers. You know, we feed it to Jones. And then when it comes to throwing the ball right, he gets to his progressions. We, we have plays drawn up for all of our different playmakers. What are the Cowboys defense? What do the Cowboys defense got to do to slow down this attack and make sure you guys advance uh, to the divisional round? Yeah, Jordan Love, I mean, I got to give him his his credit. The dude has came on very strong toward this past end of the, you know, t- tail end of the season. He has all the attributes to make a defensive coordinator lose sleep at night. Uh just for his simple fact, he has great stature. He can see over he can see real he can see the field seeing over the offensive line and his touch, his throws is really on point. He can make he can make some of the big time clutch throws and of course his athleticism is something that scares us. Of course, it's going to start with making sure that they're physical and stopping the run. They do get uh, Jonathan Hankins back, who has been very big for them and has been cutting down the run numbers. The only thing that's been happening, they have been giving up a lot of chunk plays in the run game. So you look for that to get settled. I'm looking for, of course, any team wants to run at Michael Parsons. That's that's the goal. I look for Dan Quinn to kind of keep him over center. Therefore, you have to look and kind of adjust to what's going on, and you have Tank Lawrence and somebody else to kind of set the edge for the Cowboys' defense. For me, the Cowboys' defense, they got to play inspired. 
Dan Quinn, this is his last year as defensive coordinator. And I know that locker room, especially on the defensive side, loves that guy. So it's going to be up to them. I'm hoping they played inspired to go ahead and send him out the right way. The corners, I like Stephon Gilmore. He's playing banged up. You know, he kind of had his shoulder kind of, you know, had a little funny uh, issue last week in Washington. But he's geared up to play. So we got two of our kind of corners that's playing hobbled. You already know what DeBland, uh, Deron Bland does. This game is going to be about the safeties, uh, Donovan Wilson, Malik Hooker, and Jerron Curse. It's going to be about them to make sure that they're disciplined in their eyes and making sure that they make their run fits when necessary because I think you'll see a lot of man-to-man, which that means I don't think man-to-man because y'all do spread it out. It's going to be up to the defensive line. It's going to be up to Michael Parsons, Tank Lawrence, you know, and all the rest of the crew to come on and put pressure on Jordan Love, make him uncomfortable as the fans make it uncomfortable as well. I love to hear, I love to hear it. It sounds like it's going to take, take, you know, like a team effort. And uh, I mean, I think that's both, both defenses, you know, and it's, it's, it's funny to hear you say that, right? It might be Dan Quinn's uh, final game or final playoff run as the defensive coordinator for the Cowboys and, and Packers are in the same situation as their <laughs> defensive coordinator too. Uh you know, these are two offenses that, that can be dynamic and get the ball into playmakers. Um, but we're all we're both kind of struggling with our defensive coordinator right now. Uh, I'll stick with you, Drewski. Uh, let's, let's go with X, X factors. Get, give me a couple X factors today, whether it's a certain player or a position group. I got a few of them. Of course, it's going to start with Mike McCarthy, Dak Prescott. They got to make sure they're on the same accord. Mike McCarthy got to make sure his game plan is real good. They can't let a young coach and a young QB outplay them and take a victory. Of course, it's going to be C.D. Lamb. Make sure you get C.D. Lamb the ball as many times as you can. If they're doubling them, then you know what that means. Jake, not from State Farm, should show up. That has been the actual secret weapon along with Brandon Cooks. And it just depends what we get from our offensive line and run game. And the X factor, my actually biggest X factor, this game could easily come down to special teams where the Cowboys special teams has actually been something good now. They have gave up. A couple of fourth down plays on special teams for a couple of fake punts. But Brandon Aubrey being all pro, if it gets within 55 yards or anything like that, I feel we're good. And the special teams is known to kind of make plays, get a couple blocks there. Special teams might just actually be the difference in this whole game. And it's up to the Cowboys front seven, basically their defensive line to keep their linebacker court and make sure our linebackers can fill the right holes and get to the edge when necessary. Those are going to be my X factors for sure. Right on Drewski. Thanks. Thanks for that knowledge, man. But you just made me nervous talking about how the, how your special teams might, might be the X factor or the deciding factor, because I, I know in the Packers brains, it's living rent free. The, uh, lo- the playoff loss to the Niners, right. When it came, came down to like two special teams plays right I think it was we missed a field goal and they blocked the punt it was it was oh my god man that that playoff game uh you know lives rent free in my head and I would hate to see it be Packers special teams right because we saw Carlson miss a field goal against the Bears last week so um yeah that's that special teams act factor man is making me nervous because uh special teams in, in Green Bay is has been rough for a for a handful of years but what about you, Stephen? What are the X factors for this Packers team to, to try to go steal one in, uh, in Jerry's world today? Yeah, I don't know you guys are talking about that because that was one of my X factors in regards to Rich Passaccia and the Packers special teams coach and all our issues. Uh, get things right, good game plan, no penalties in regards to uh, any other stuff going on. I think 
uh, for the special teams, uh, whether it's kicker or otherwise, just uh, being able to have a good game plan. So coaching all around, being able to um, get things done. Um, and our defense, defensive line, as I talked about earlier, just as much the cornerbacks. But, you know, it could come down to that special teams. And if it comes down um, to a late penalty or something for Green Bay, um, you know, we have a big return and he comes back because of that. On a drive, we need a touchdown. And that, in the end, end our season, that's obviously not going to look good either. So I think that is just as much as important in how Jalen Reed and others do. So um, those would definitely be my my X factors of the game. Right on. And, and you know, my, my X factor, right, Drewski and I were just on the air with the big LB. So this is kind of round two for Drewski and I this morning. And I, I'm sticking with Aaron Jones, man. He is the X factor. He is the, he is the keys. He's the motor. He's the wheels to this offense, man. He, he brings it all. He catches it out of the backfield. You can put him in the slot. You can line him up pretty much anywhere. Uh, you know, I hope to see 15 carries, 20-plus touches. You've got to throw this the ball his way. Just get him the, the ball in his hand 20-plus times. That's what's going to get this offense moving. And then my other X factor right? We've been talking about it. It's going to be this front seven once again, right? I don't have a lot of faith in this young secondary. There are some boom bust players back there, but it's all about this front seven. They got to control that line of scrimmage, win the war in the trenches. They got to slow down Tony Pollard. Uh, last week, they had five plus sacks against Justin Fields. They got to do the same today. It's, 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 if they can get five, sack Dak five times, keep Tony Pollard under a hundred yards, Packers have a legit fighting fighting chance in this game. All that said, right, we've talked offense and defense at both teams. We've talked about X-Factors. Uh, let's move into those predictions. All right. Uh, you're our guest here, Drewski. Let's, let's hear your prediction, final score of this game, or if you have any uh, stat predictions, too, of any of the players out on that field today, let us know. Uh, for me, I, I could roll with the stats, but in the playoffs, to me, the stats ain't even gonna matter. It's just about getting the W, surviving, advancing, and let's let's go Absolutely. ahead and keep the postseason uh reservations reserved. Uh, for me, the big big thing I see AT and T Stadium will it will be live. I just hope you know enough people wear enough clothing and they're able to still be comfortable. That's my thing when we get up in the Jerry World in AT and T Stadium, but. I'm looking at this game. I think it will be nerves coming out just because I think it's a lot going on for both coaches, staffs, both both teams. The pressure is squarely on the Cowboys. What the Cowboys have failed to do in a long in this in this NFC uh, championship playoff drought is they don't live up to expectations. So it's about them living up to expectations. I can see it kind of starting a little herky jerky slow, but. I'm looking at the Cowboys, this offense, and Dak and C.D. Lamb. I just think it's going to be hard for you to stop them as long as Mike McCarthy keeps keeps the offense going through 88. I think they'll be fine. But I think this is going to be a very close game. And I got the Cowboys winning this 27-20 to 20 as they go for 17 straight in AT&T Stadium to advance to the divisional round. All right. There you hear it, folks. Juicy's got his home team. I mean – you got you got to roll with your home team, man. You got to have that confidence, man. You know, I I, I love it. I, I didn't expect it, you know any other any other way, man. Um, let's let's jump to you though, Stephen. I, I know you you're uh, always an optimist. I, I love it. Let's let's hear you. What's this prediction? Uh, we got to the game. I got the Packers over the Cowboys, twenty-seven twenty-four. I was taking a lead, then Dallas trying to 
trying to go down the field, um, us getting a, a, strip, a fumble, a Dak fumble, uh, to, to be the dagger um, there in the final seconds. Either way, close game, Green Bay uh, getting the win, and uh, you know maybe Jordan having two throwing touchdowns. Either way, uh, 27-24, Green Bay. Right on, 27-24 from Stephen Green Bay, the winner. 27-20 from Juski Cowboys winner. I... Uh, I'm going to stick with my prediction uh, that I had uh, with LB this morning. I'm going 34-31 Packers, and I think it's going to be a shootout. You know, I'm I'm staying optimistic. I've loved what this team has done uh, the last three weeks of the regular season. Uh, This is the best team that the Packers uh, might have played all all year, though, is this Cowboys team. And as Drewski pointed out, right, they are undefeated at home their last 16 games. you know, all good things got to come to an end. Um, you know, I hope to be a thorn in McCarthy's side forever. Um, but, uh, hey, man, this this is not the 90s uh, Cowboys uh, team where I, I despise them and I watch them win over and over again. But I'm, um, I'm also loving the fact, though, man, I feel like uh, we're kind of like getting back to the 90s, right? Because it's it's Packers, Cowboys. You know, if, we, if Packers win, we got to go play the Niners, right? I just love the NFC. I absolutely the NFC is at its best when the Packers, the Cowboys, and the Niners are all at their best. As much as some of those fan bases probably despise each other, it is so damn good for the game, though, man. Millions of people will be watching today. Uh, and I, I'm just stoked. But hey, before you bounce off the air, Drewski, I, I want to respect your time because I know you're a busy man today. Uh, let's let's plug your show. Uh, and then throw out any uh, shout outs or, or last thoughts here be- before you uh, you go do your thing, man. Uh, yeah, most definitely, man. Like I said, appreciate appreciate you for having me on. You know, uh, all the Wisconsinites, <laughs> all of y'all can, you know, y'all can catch the preview on Wednesday, 9 to 10 p.m. Central T- Standard Time on Heart of Texas Sports. That's where you can find me on IE Sports Radio. You can find me on X at Drewski Self Made. You can find me on Instagram at It's Drewski. And you can find me on YouTube as well. Type into your search bar, DFW Sports Raps. That's Raps with a Z. And we're going to break down everything as I'm about to go do me a live on my YouTube right now before getting ready to go to the game. Uh, When I probably leaving the game and it'll be too cold to have my phone up out there trying to go live so i'm gonna try after the game to come back and go live and y'all make sure y'all tune in wednesday uh, i'm gonna try to join steven's show as well on youtube and we'll recap this game and i'll be doing my show as well then but that's what we're gonna re talk about this man appreciate y'all for having me uh let the best man win i'm glad y'all here i'm glad we here so it's nostalgia, and like you said, it reminds me of the 90s. Well, the curse has been lifted, just FYI, where that dude that was head coach. <laughs> so I expect to appreciate it, y'all. Y'all some good fellas for sure. Right on, man. Drewski, so great to have you. Uh, and you're down there, like you said, you're repping all those DFW teams. I'm sure it won't be too, too long until, uh, you know, Wisconsin team – and one of your uh, teams down there in the heart of Texas will be meeting up again. Can't wait to have you back on uh, Big Cheese Sports again sometime soon. Um, go Pack Go. Like you said, though, let the best man win. Uh, absolute pleasure having you here, man. For sure, man. Y'all have a great show, man. And a great day. You too. All right. Have fun. All right, now. Peace. Can't help it. We them boys. Yeah.
<laughs> All right. Absolute pleasure having Juski here, man. Uh, check his, his his content out, uh, you know, on X. You can find him on TikTok. You can find him uh, on Instagram as well. Just fantastic content. He is going to games all over the Dallas-Fort Worth uh, area all the time. Um, I've actually been into Jerry World, not for a football game. I went down there for uh, the Final Four one time. Um, the Badgers, uh, when they weighed back-to-back Final Fours, that final, the first mm-hmm. Final Four they made it to when they lost to Kentucky was down – Oh, in, yeah. in AT&T Stadium. It was bonkers, man, sitting in there with, the, uh, you know, the basketball card at the 50-yard line. And just they had the whole Cowboy Stadium filled up. Um, that year, the Final Four was uh, was uh, Packers – or not Packers, Badgers uh, and Kentucky Wildcats. And on the other side of the bracket, it was UConn and the Florida Gators. I'll tell you what, man, that, that's a beautiful stadium. And uh, the funny thing, though, is when we were there watching that for the Final Four, there's at times I noticed more people watching the the giant screen there right. rather than watching the game. Oh, the uh, you know, at the fit, you know, uh, on, on the hardwood. It, it was a, a wild experience, but so great uh, to, to have that experience. But hey, uh, I, we've we've got to take a break. Um, when we get back. We might do a, a last few words here on, on that Packers Cowboys matchup, and then we're going to jump into some Bucks banter when we get back. You're listening to Big Cheese Sports right here at IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. We'll be right back. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. After this. Teams that are tough. Cities that are tougher. And fan bases that are passionate about their teams. How about teams that are historic and stadiums that are iconic? Then you belong in Chicago, and you need to check out Shy town Weekly. Join me, Adam Kernan, every week as we keep up with all things Chicago sports. Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Cubs, White Sox. We'll cover them all, plus more. The Windy City is always buzzing. And we'll keep you up on all the big games and major stories. So tune in to Chi Town Weekly every week right here on IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. All right, there's there's a word from our Chi Town Weekly host, Adam Barnick, right? Uh, I just want to give him a little love at the end of the season last and uh, you know, uh, we want to continue ownership of that Bears team. But uh, Adam Tarnick's a great dude. He's covering all those Chicago teams down there. Go, uh, you know, check his show out. That's on Monday nights. Um, but, hey, um, it, you got you got any final words there, Stephen, about this uh, Packers-Cowboys game today? 
Uh, just in the just in the fact that the, what worries me the most is really going to be how we are going to uh, match up with their wide receivers. You know, they have, do have uh, more than just uh, one that can burn us, and kind of like us in a way where you know if you're able to stop our, the number one, the number three could be the one that burns you and has a career day. You know, so that worries me. But I think we'll be able to have a good game plan, like I talked about before, coaching on all aspects of the game, uh, be able to to get that win. Um, so hopefully, hopefully that can be the case. I also was just going to reply to you in regards to you talked about you being in Jerry's world, uh, for the final four. And, uh, I never was there personally. Um, but I was there in spirit. And by what I mean by that was, uh, my dad was there for the Packers Steelers Super Bowl. Uh, he was there in Jerry's world. Uh, he talked about how there was ice that morning or a rainstorm or something came that day. Um, and he was laughing kind of, um, of how Texans were dealing with, uh, with ice (laughs) <laughs> and and whatnot, you know, us coming from central Wisconsin. So, um, but I wasn't there. My 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 dad um, and a and a business friend of his because he got it from a vendor because he used to own a business. Blah blah blah. So uh, he was able to go to the game. So he's been in Jerry's world. He brought me back um, uh, some other souvenirs, let alone the program. You know, the the game program. Yeah. Um, but he kept the ticket itself. Because remember, back in the day, actual physical tickets, not on your phone, um, yeah. tickets uh, like I like we did for the uh, Bucks game when we went to. And that was one of my first time experiences dealing with an app. Um, yeah. But anyways, just want to share that in regards to um, uh, Jerry's world. Uh, but he talked about that, too, and, and how amazing that place looked like, looked um, and people watching the, the big screen and all <laughs> that and, and whatnot. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, in regards to the game, defense, um, that's going to be our biggest key, just as much as offense. Um, it's all about that first drive. We start off fast. You know, that's our MO. If we can start off fast, we can uh, get our footing. We can feel that we can keep up. Um, and again, you know, if we can do what Houston did to, to Cleveland, uh, they're in, in Houston, us doing on the road, they're in Jerrysville and Dallas, we'll definitely have. Um, have a, have a great chance to win. And I don't just mean with pick sixes, even without it, if we're able to s- stay on there, um, ruffle them up, um, actually be physical on the line in regards to wide receiver, cornerback matchups, not playing zone all the time. Um, you know, in those man-to-man coverages, I think that's going to be beneficial. It's going to, you know, in regards to like having um, that Detroit Lions mentality, right? Uh, um, Dan Campbell thinking, school of thought. Um really show our toughness to show that we're coming to play, which I'm not going to say it's going to scare Dallas, but at least going to wake them up. And it's going to be like this, this team ain't coming to be fools. So I do feel we have a chance and, and hopefully we do get the W in the end. Yeah, a- absolutely. Right. It's uh we're going down to Jerry's castle. Uh, they, the Cowboys have been playing just magnificent football in that stadium. Their last 16 games. Um, just dropping in their comment section here, Martian Gatos. Says true, I can see us containing Lamb, but got a watch out for others, right? Drew Drewski was pointing out that it's gonna be Jake Ferguson, right? That probably through those progressions, checking down and getting it to it into his hands, right? And that's uh Jake Ferguson, man. That's a Wisconsin legacy right there, right? Played at the University of Wisconsin. He's Barry Alvarez's nephew, right? So I mean, he's got those strong Wisconsin lineage. And so, you know, uh, you know. Whatever goes on, you know, in this game, um, you know, there's there's still a co- couple guys on that Cowboys team I, I have no problem uh, che- cheering for. Um, Adam Karnick says, 
You just need to force McCarthy to adjust and you'll be fine. And, you know, Packer fans know that story all too well, knowing that we need to make some uh, halftime adjustments and then that stuff just doesn't happen at, at times with McCarthy. So you just hope to see some first-half success from this Packers team because it could uh, be, a, 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 you know, a foreshadowing. It could be foreshadowing uh, what the rest of the game will be like. Um, Martian Gatto says they also have a, a guy from Spencer, Wisconsin, as well, small town. Um, I'm not sure who that is from Spencer, Wisconsin. I'll have to look, look that up. Um, but let's 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 get into a little bit, all right? Let's let's talk Bucks, right? We talked a lot of Packers, Cowboys football this morning, uh, and 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 I've I, I've already been on. You know, this is this is our show. This is our show, Big Cheese. But I was a guest even earlier this morning. Um, for three and out with with uh, the big LB, you know, Drewski and I were on there talking this game. So I've talked enough. I feel like I've talked enough about Packers Cowboys for a bit here. Um, oh, just watch. Marshall Goddard thinks it's the fullback. And that makes sense that a fullback would come out of Wisconsin because I think that's the only place that they're still breeding fullbacks mm -hmm. is in the state of Wisconsin. Uh, even though University of Wisconsin is is uh, moving away from using fullbacks. But Bucks banter, man. All right, this this week, right? Uh, we had a big uh, win against the Celtics, and then last night we had a, a win against the Warriors. Um, and as as big as those wins sound, just me saying it, right? Um, you know, it just Celtics have been a thorn in our side. Uh, but but Celtics, uh, you know, that win was a big win by 30-some points, right? Celtics were coming off an overtime win in Minnesota the night before, and they looked flat off the bat. Then the second half, their starters were on the bench almost the entire time. Um, and and so Celtics fans were all defensive, saying, oh, well, we were on a back-to-back, blah, blah, blah. But there was a, a, a game last year where the Bucks were like on a seven-game uh, road trip and they had played four games in six days, um, and and they they their last game was against the Boston Celtics last year, and got the Bucks got schooled. And Bucks fans were trying to say, "Hey, Celtics fans, we just had this long road trip. This is our fourth game in six days." And Celtics fans were like, "Oh, we don't want to hear it. Excuses, excuses. You guys are whining." And so it was so funny that when the the Bucks then were were beating the crap out of the Celtics, it was like full circle. The Celtics like, well, this is a back-to-back. -back. We've been on a road trip. And it's just like, well, well, isn't it an excuse? Is that a, an acceptable excuse or, or not? How do you feel about that, Stephen? Because it seems like both fan bases are keeping receipts. And, and, and uh, you know, this is, this, this is a, a non-division rivalry now. It is a huge rivalry in the Eastern Conference. But how, how are you feeling about this Bucks team and and then the the Bucks Celtics uh, rivalry? Yeah, first regards to the Bucks Celtics. I mean, yeah, I was seeing that on Twitter as well, and getting to know also some of the uh, Celtics media Celtics media casters on PSF um, as well, sharing their thoughts, let alone other Boston Celtics fans and and uh, and giving their excuses and their opinions uh, to 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 uh, what was a beat down uh, Milwaukee's, but. Uh, yeah, it's interesting how this has grown uh, for the Boston-Milwaukee uh, rivalry here uh, the a couple of years. And, um, you know, as long as both teams are good, it's going to continue. And uh, and I'm enjoying it for the most part. Um, 
and it's certainly going to be interesting to see how things go moving forward with both teams, um, you know, having their ups and downs so far in the season, uh, injuries and all that um, as well. But I think could be, you know, on a train to face each other again in the playoffs. But we just have to see when we get there. As for the Bucks, yeah, good win to beat Boston for the way that we did and beating uh, the Warriors. Um, and, you know, could have beat them up a little bit more. Um, you know, we beat the Spurs earlier, 125-121. But keeping that game closer than it should have been to me was kind of a negative, kind of showing, like, some issues that of us in regards to finishing games. Yes, we did win. I get it. Okay. But not the way that we should have to me. Um, and then it shows in the next two games. You know, as I'm looking here, we lose to the Rockets and the Jazz. Uh, losing to the Jazz at home by as much as we did. Yeah, the Jazz are good, but it's just – That was a rough one. <laughs> it's, 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 you know, we got to get our head on straight. You know, we kind of did, obviously, with our two wins in a row now. But we need to continue this momentum and be able to – um, as we have been, right, building that rapport with, with, with Giannis and Dame and all that and, and all the guys around, getting better with the bench, um, um, you know, um, and, and being able to, to have them distribute or not distribute but do better and do more uh, in regards to what they can give. Um, but I think overall as a team, we're, gonna, we're going to be fine. But sometimes those little things that we need to fix to be able to make the big thing work, um, the overall machine. So I think in regards to for the Bucks. Uh, being able to to get it done, that's uh, that's going to be yeah. As I see there, yeah, history runs deep uh, there uh, back in the West. Yeah, true, true concepts. But uh, but here is it kind of reborn uh, through the playoffs in the last couple of years, um, and specifically last season um, in, in in that wild series. Um, you know, it's it's just has breathed new life um, for different reasons. So yeah, good in regards to the rivalry. Interesting in regards to the Bucks, so we keep you going, long season to go, but you know we shore up some things and we be, then we be ready for the playoffs when we get to that point. You know who knows where we're going to be at that point in regards to seating in regards to health. Um, you know we might have to have some of our key players, little role players, be able to have some days off as we get into these middle kind of the season or middle part of the season, and be able to rest up and be ready when we get to the playoff time. Um, but as I'm looking now, as we're doing now, as we're looking in the standings now, things are going to be fine. But it's just the last, those two losses, um, you know, are bad for many different reasons. Yeah, and we need to we need to get this uh, this defense uh, together. That's that's the weakness of this Bucks team, right? And it was for a while there. It seemed like that was one of our biggest strengths under Coach Budenholzer. Um, was locked down defense on the on the perimeter. Right, we have a great rim protector in Brooke Lopez, one of the best in the game. Martian Goddess, like you said, history runs deep with Bucks and Celtics, right? Some great playoff uh, series between those teams uh, in the 80s uh, and even back uh, when the Bucks were in the West, which is just wild to think that the Milwaukee Bucks are part of the, the Western Conference uh, so long ago. But um, more and more I watch this, this team, um, you know, the odds that they are capable of winning it all uh, this year, personally, in my head, and, and I know the Vegas line for them winning, too, has shrunk throughout the season. Uh, this is starting to feel like maybe a little bit more of a two-year project for uh, Adrian Griffin, if I'm being honest. Uh, there is improvement you know, in this team, right? Uh, you see it offensively more than defensively. Uh, the, the defense uh, you know, has had some good streaks. 
But then there's games where they just look abysmal on defense. Um, you know, Dame is going through some stuff though right now, right? If you are, if you're not aware, like when Dame was coming to when he came to Milwaukee uh, on his way, right? He's going through a divorce. He's probably going through some like custody battles. Uh, you know, being a pro athlete, there might be more of a mental aspect, and sometimes there is a physical aspect. Uh, they have a lot of pressure on their performance. Like I said, Dame's got that stuff going on off court that gets into your head. Uh, there's probably some financial and custody uh, discussions going on there. So it's like, man, we need we need Dame, uh, you know, just to be able to clear up uh, what's going on in his personal life. I, I think that's somewhere, um, you know, down the line where we will see a better pure version of Dame. Uh, you know, they're that's uh that, that stuff's tough for anyone, no matter what you do for a living. And as good as as good as it feels to beat the Celtics like we did this week, I still don't feel confident in beating them in a seven-game series. Uh, I just don't think we could right now. Um, and then last night, the Bucks hosted the Warriors, right? But that was I, – I, I'm pretty sure I looked at, at the – you know, I just saw the highlights. Uh, um, I, I was a busy dude yesterday doing some other things. And, and so I, I rewatched part of the game tape here. Uh, and the thing that stood out to me immediately about this this Bucks Warriors game last night uh, was uh, the, the the Warriors. You know, no Steph Curry. You know, no Draymond Green. You know, Clay Clay Thompson was out there, but uh, you know, this team's you know, it's it's uh, this Warriors team is isn't uh, at full strength. Um, and then so we think, look at the Bucks roster, right? Thinking playoffs, what do we need to do? We're waiting for Drake Jay Crowder's return, right? Um, he's a 3 and D wing. He's aging. Sometimes his three-point shot is off. I don't think Jay Crowder's return fixes this defense enough. Um, what what I like, the, the, the simple move that I like most is, is trading for Matisse uh, Thibel um, or Tybel. I, I, I'm probably messing that name up. I've heard it uh, said different ways. But he's my choice for an affordable bench defender that uh, that we don't have to give up much for. I think we could get him for like possibly, you know, possibly Pat Connaughton and a couple second round picks. Some people think we might have to get rid of Marjon. Um, you know, if we're thinking title run, uh, we might we might have to, uh, you know, give give rid of Marjon. You know, Matisse is 26, and I think Marjon's like 24, right? Marjon had a long, interesting road uh, to the NBA. Um, and he's a little bit older than than what uh, most second year players are in the NBA, so we're not losing a, like a, a ton of youth there. Um, but uh, I, I want to see uh, uh, AJJ's minutes uh, increase, and I think uh, Tibble and AJJ uh, off the bench could shut down the perimeter on defense. Um, is there is there any uh, mock trades out there, Stephen? You've seen for the Bucks that that you admire or actually are, would hope for to happen because. I think this Bucks team is is a player or two away from being able to to get that defense in line and, and to make a run at the Celtics. But is there any? Yeah, oh yeah, for yeah. sure. I, just, yeah, I, I think in the end we might have we might have to be making a, a trade when we get close to the deadline um, to yeah. be able to. And it's not just about Boston; it's about any team. You know, be able to uh, be able to be ready for the playoffs in regards to you know trades that that uh, wet my whistle. Not really. Um, I've seen some trades from come through my timeline from Bucks fans or NBA scholars, or you know what I mean? NBA people <laughs> talking heads, yeah. but nothing that really, um, you know, made me do a double take or, you know what I mean? That I liked it. And I just wonder that for me, that me saying that 
now, let alone not doing that then, makes me think that for me personally, and I think I even said this last year, I think in regards to I think I like how our team is set now. I don't think we have to get somebody. Yeah, it might be beneficial and great and, you know, might need to be able to, um, you know, get ready. I think actually that was the talking about the Brewers. Um, but here for the Milwaukee Bucks, you know, there are there are some of the um, <laughs> uh, trades um, that have been talked about or regards to simulation, simulated, uh, but nothing that really for me that I think would be that we would have to go, that we there's a play that we have to get or, um, you know, we can, you know, cut off our wrist to get something else. So I think for, for us, you know, if we stay pat, I wouldn't be upset, but if we do get somebody, you know, it's going to have to be a, a smart trade for me to enjoy, to like, Truly, um, you know, I'll be, you know, with it as a Bucks fan. But um, but more specifically, I, I think uh, for Milwaukee, again, it's about the role players. It's about the bench um, contributing more um, just as much. So I think in that vein, yeah, nothing is really, you know, as you were talking about, you know, what my whistle to wanted to uh, go ahead and pull a trigger for a trade. Um, but, you know, a trade probably is in our future to be, to be beneficial to wanting to, uh, to keep up with with the other teams, the other beasts in the East uh, teams and great teams that that are uh, making runs themselves, um, you know, I mean, you look at you look at Orlando in general, you know, the Orlando Magic, you know, and how how their season has gone. There's they have some, they have had some seasons where they start off hot and then it flamed out. It, I'm actually pleasantly surprised to see that it's continuing to go. And for the Milwaukee Bucks in general, as we've always been good, I think we need to continue to grow. And grow in what is the the Dame Giannis relationship. Uh, Dame focusing on things off the court, as you were talking about, and I've heard about too. You know that is all about psychological more than uh, anything. So, you know, after getting through that and pushing through that, be able to then move forward as we get into what will be the playoffs in the future. Right on. And, and yeah, you know, it's like I, I feel you. Like if we don't make a move, we don't trade Stephen. I feel like the Eastern Conference Finals right now that. That is that is as far as we can get because, like, I personally feel like if we have this roster right now and the playoffs started today, you know, I feel like we would run into the Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals and we just wouldn't be able to to uh, to take them down a seven game series. You know, you know, Tatum is is one of the best players uh, in the NBA right now. Uh, some other big names out there that I saw getting tossed around. One of them was the Bald Eagle, Alex Caruso. Right. Uh, he would be a fantastic addition, but that would definitely mean moving on from Pat Connaughton and Marjan and probably uh, a second uh, round pick or two. Um, you know, th this is, you know, there might even cost more than that. And then another name I saw floating around that I really liked was Dorian Finney Smith. Right. These are two, two, two names. Those are the, like, kind of like your top shelf trade targets. And I, I don't know about the top shelf guys. I know those are the guys who make the biggest difference. And there's a chance if they could come in and land on that team right away and make a difference and, and gel with this squad. Those are two guys I think that could could push us uh, past that Eastern, Eastern Conference Finals level and possibly get us to the finals. But uh, I, I'm starting, like I said, I'm starting to feel like this is a uh, a, a two-year two project here. I know there's a lot of fans out there that are just like anti-Adrian Griffin right now. And it's just like, look, this is his first job ever as a head coach. You have to give him time. And the fact, you know, we're they're on top of the division right now in the Central. We're the number two team 
in in the East. Uh, you know, it's just like hold on, like things have been rough and we're in, in a great position. Like things, think of things start going really well for us. But hey, uh, you know, today uh, at at four p.m. Central Standard Time, your Bucks are playing the Kings. Uh, you know, I think. I think that's going to over overlap with the uh, Packers game today. So if you've got the dual TV action, uh, I think you can get to it. But then uh, the the Bucks go on a three-game road trip, uh, one game in Cleveland this Wednesday, and then next Saturday and Monday they'll be playing Detroit two times in Detroit. All right. Uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna move into my five shots, uh, five shots in five minutes. But uh, before I do do that. I just want to give, uh, Steven, uh, I'm going to give you a chance to, to, uh, give, give any shout outs or any final words before I move into, uh, my, my closing segment here. Hey, I just want to share that I'm on Twitter at army underscore strong underscore zero six. My show talking package with Steve at talking underscore package show every Wednesday night, 7 PM central here on YouTube via Streamyard. Um, and just looking forward to the game that is for the Packers. Hopefully the Bucks do well too themselves against the Kings. Um, but really excited for what is the Super Wild Card game, Packers at Dallas. Right on. Hey, as always, my co-host, Stephen Copeland, thank you so much uh, for stopping by today. Stay warm. Um, I'm going to get to this my, my last segment here, and I'm going to get back downstairs because I'm up here in the prayers. Of, uh, I'm up here in the Church of Cheese, and uh, it's not heated up here. I got a couple of space heaters pointing at me. I got a blanket on my lap. I got my beanie on, not just for the look, but to stay warm. And if and if you're watching too, I got my fingerless gloves on up here because I'm just trying to stay warm. Um, but thanks again, Stephen. Uh, and as always, go pack, go. All right, here we go. I'm gonna move into the big screen here. Uh, a special college hoops editions uh, of my. Uh, you know, I, I used to call it five swings in five minutes, but I'm like, hey, if it's basketball, it should be five shots in five minutes, right? So let me get my timer started here, and uh, here we go. Five, five shots in five minutes. Badger basketball. It was Mad Max week for the Badgers, right? In the Ohio State uh, – in the Ohio State game, Mad Max dropped all 18 of his points in the second half to pull away late. Just absolutely clutch basketball from Mr. Klesman. Then he gets Northwestern yesterday. He goes 5 of 7 from 3 and scores 24 points in the game. Mad Max back-to-back. That's what I'm talking about, baby. Plus, he is playing elite defense on the other end of the court. This kid is the definition of Wisconsin basketball. He could go three or four games, uh, the next three or four games scoring single digits, and he'll still be producing that elite D, and you won't hear a peep from this kid's mouth. He is selfless, and he's just fantastic for this team. Uh, he lets the game come to him, and when his opportunities present themselves, he's taking full advantage of them. Plus, he is shooting a career high 90% from the free throw, land, free throw line. Max Klesman is the only... Uh, is only one of the many reasons Wisconsin is undefeated in top and on top of Big Ten uh, conference hoops right now. Marquette basketball is in a funk right now. Back-to-back losses in the Big East at Seton Hall, who's on top of the Big East. Surprise, surprise. And second half, it, uh, recently had a second half crumbling against the Butler Bulldogs at home. Don't worry, though, Golden Eagles. Shaka is going to get smart. And this team is going to turn it around. 
the talent is on the roster. Um, you know, Joplin is uh, right now the former sixth man of the Big East is not playing his uh, he's he's not playing his best right now. I think they might miss O Max's defense. They host Villanova tomorrow. They will honor Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. pregame. It's on Fox at 1130 uh, Pacific Standard Time, 130 Central Standard Time for you Wisconsinites out there listening. This will be a great appetizer for some playoff football on Monday. Marquette needs a big performance from Kolick and Oso against Nova. Marquette is getting beat on the boards. They aren't finishing games, but there is so much talent on this roster. They're going to turn it around. Go Golden Eagles. Milwaukee Panthers. Bart Lundy's working his magic in Milwaukee. It was a rough start out the gate for the Panthers. Freeman was out with injury. Markeith Browning got dismissed from the team after personal reasons. They were 4-7 and seven after their first 11 games. However, they have gone 5-1 and one in their last six games. They've improved to 9-8. and eight. They are 4-2 and two in the Horizon League. Uh, Freeman is coming off the bench and providing a big, big punch of points off the bench in his reserve minutes. Elijah Jamison, that young man is starting to blossom. Strong dribble drive. He's got a lot of floaters, that mid-range game there. Then um, you got Eric Pratt, the transfer from uh, Texas A&M, and the transfer uh, from Washington as well, Langston Wilson. These guys are, are starting to play big minutes for Milwaukee. Uh, Pratt uh, is, is averaging 13 points a game. Uh, Wilson is averaging six and a half a game. Uh, but Wilson's been in double digits for that Panthers team uh, the last three games. They are rebounding back. Uh, they are tied uh, for third in uh, the Horizon League. Then let's jump into another Horizon League team, that Green Bay Phoenix. This Green Bay Phoenix team, can I feel it can already count this team as a success. You might hear me talk about it the last couple of weeks. Green Bay has only, only won three games all of last year. But they are now 10 and 8 overall, an impressive 5 and 2, which is good for second in conference. Green Bay was finished, uh, was picked to finish second from the bottom in the preseason. Uh, they are tied, like I said, for second place with Youngstown State in the Horizon League. They are 5 and 1 as well in their last six. So Milwaukee and Green Bay, both 5 and 1 in their last six. Their most recent game was a 10 point win down uh, playing IUPUI. Uh, I'm going to jump off the air here, jump on ESPN Plus, because this Green Bay team is hosting Cleveland State, who just lost a battle to, you guessed it, Milwaukee Panthers. Um, this Cleveland State uh, Vikings team is 11-7, 4-3 in conference. So this is a big game in the Horizon League today. You got, you got Cleveland State Vikings. You got my boys, the Green Bay Phoenix, out there playing. You can find that one on ESPN Plus. It's tip-off is right meow. And my fifth swing is just NBA. Uh, the NCAA hoops is, is in full swing, man. Lots of uh, upsets going on right now in, in college basketball. Um, like I said, Badgers are unbeaten. Illinois is uh, the only one-loss team in the Big Ten. Everyone else in the Big Ten, two or more losses. March Madness is, is start. Oh, man, I didn't get through that final swing, man. But, hey, I just want to say that I will be looking um, – to uh, to uh, host my Big Cheese Bracket Challenge once again this year. I am brainstorming uh, my winning prize this year. Last year was a Fanatics gift card. I've heard some things uh, about uh, Fanatics that rub me the wrong way. They are uh, kind of, they kind of go after some smaller clothing companies. One of them, the Wisconsin Clothing Company. Um, 
And so, fanatics, you're out for my my grand prize of the Big Cheese Bracket Challenge. I will be looking uh, for a new nice prize for that big uh, that big prize. But hey, folks, that's our time. Uh, thanks uh, for for tuning in today. Um, great show with Drewski. Great show with my co-host Stephen Copeland here. You can find uh, our show at Big Cheese underscore IESR. You can find me on X personally at Bernie Bango. And as like Stephen said, you can find him at Army Strong or at Army underscore Strong underscore zero six. Check out my blog, the Bernie Bango blog. I, I need to get back uh, updating that, working on that. Jump on over to the Spreaker app. Check out Marcus Lost Great. He is back with gloves off. Uh, great to have him back. But hey, y'all, thanks for joining me. Peace, love, and prayers. Bernie out. Y'all know what time it is. Big Cheese Sports. Yeah. Big Cheese Sports. Uh-huh. Big Cheese Sports. Yeah. Big Cheese Sports. Oh. Big Cheese Sports. Yeah. Big Cheese Sports. Big Cheese Sports. Yeah. Big Cheese Sports. Yeah. You are now listening to Bernie Bangle, the Big Cheese. He's got the show for those cheese heads that say RG. Wisconsin Sports. From the Brewers to the Badgers. From the Bucks to the Packers. Green Bay Phoenix to the Panthers. Golden Eagles. He's got answers. From Friday Night Fish Fry. You betcha, tell your folks I says hi They go to Culver's to get those butter burgers If you like Wisconsin sports, you guys look no further